0: Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray, Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo.
1: What? Welcome to a n- oh god! No,
0: you said you wanted to do the intro, and you just, you went, just no 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 no, no,
1: no, no. You Let ruined. Let me finish it. my intro. You're about to mess it up. See, okay, you already messing up. It's bad enough Rebecca's not here. Okay, don't leave, people. Don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't turn off the street.
0: Why'd you I'm tell probably... them, Delvin? Don't tell them. <laughs> I, think, I think they can see. just be like she. She'll be
1: here in a minute. <laughs> she she'll be here in a minute. She's on the way. <laughs> Don't leave <laughs> whatever you do don't go nowhere <laughs> welcome to another edition of nintendo shack i'm one of your hosts delvin cox and with me is the pod piper of nintendo shack mr donnie reese how you doing brother
0: greetings couplings. i'm doing well delvin uh we recorded a decade of horror friday night and i had copious amounts of alcohol and i was just wrecked <laughs> yesterday
1: I have seen this man more than I've seen family. (laughs) That's true. That's true.
0: (laughs) Uh, Man, the chat's popping. Happy birthday, Spagoop.
1: Yeah, happy birthday, Spagoop. 21. 21!
0: Talk about copious amounts of alcohol.
1: Yeah, that's that's the time to do it. That is definitely the time to do it. As soon as you get 21, you're going to get intoxicated. Then you're going to realize... Maybe this is not where all this is cracked up to be. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you just become an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> There's two paths you can go, Spagoop. Light oh, and God. dark. I chose the light path. Off the rails already. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I guess we'll get to it. How's your week been, Donnie?
0: Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, let's do some homework. So I played Sea of Stars for about 90 minutes and that's great it's good Uh, i'll i'll give it that it's really good uh best looking game on the i wouldn't agree with that i think it's a little far for rebecca i also could just like not appreciate you know what it does the thing that i liked most about it um was just how kind of detailed and ornate it is is very full there's lots of assets like around like the cities feel very you know, expansive and big, there's lots of, lots of buildings and lots of details on buildings and porches and, 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 you know, rails and docks and like, you know, there's just stuff. There's lots of stuff on screen. It's not as simple um, a game visually as a lot of pixel art games are. I like the overall map too. Uh, I did some fishing. I was like, yeah, I could see if, had I been into games like this, I, I might, you know, be interested in playing something like this, but um, it's not Star Ocean. In my opinion, Star Ocean is just generally like kind of gorgeous, especially on OLED. Man, it just pops off the screen.
1: That's good to hear because, um, I was a big Star Ocean fan when I was a kid.
0: So I never played I it, I never it even knew what it was until this remaster came around.
1: What I want to say that came on a PlayStation,
0: I think so. Yeah, I the first one, old the first couple game, ones, yeah. yeah,
1: but I remember playing it, and it, I think it was, um. It was like, oh, you could do, do a whole bunch of different paths and things like that, and I just enjoyed the heck out of it back then. So The fact that it's I'm an action RPG get, get goes a
0: long way for me. Letting me actually yeah, press it, buttons and move around and stuff, that helps a lot.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It, it was really unique for its time, too.
0: Yeah, I think but I'm, I'm going to get it. You, I'm not going to get it day one, but I think I'm going to get it someday. Maybe if I can
1: okay.
0: cop it on oh. sale or something. It's on Steam, so I'm sure it'll drop down a little bit at some point.
1: Um, I'm certain. It seems like there's a new Star Ocean game coming out every month now.
0: Yeah, it is. It also is trying to hard to keep up with like which one it is. This would be Star Ocean. Was it Type R? It's gonna say Type Two, but I think it's Type yeah. R.
1: Yeah, I think it's like a remaster, if I remember, a remake or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's like it's two D HD, like all the like yeah. the Octopath games and stuff like that. And I mean that that art style just does something, does something different to me. And it's got like that dream effect around the border, and it's got like that. A lot of bloom lighting and, and it's very like, um, you know, like all the like any water and everything is very shimmery and reflective. And it just has got that bright, shiny coat that like, man, it just really catches my eye um, in the demo. You, like you walk into like the forest and as you walk, like you careen down like this curving path through like this, um, like this, like field of like hay or whatever. It's all yellow. And it just, man, it's just good stuff. Visually, I was enamored. It got me. It hooked me in by the visuals, and I think one day I will give it a try.
1: <clears throat> That's dope. I'm, I'm glad you like Steel Stars, too, because um, my son loves that game. He like, it's incredible, and I'm going to get to it after I finish Zelda and a couple other things. But, yeah, Steel Stars looks like it's really interesting. I, I'm just waiting to get this stuff done. i got a lot of stuff done now. So soon I hope <laughs> we ch- have time. What chat's <laughs> going
0: on about me playing. Or, I played a demo. It was just a demo. I don't don't get too crazy with it. I, I may get the game and quit quit in an hour and a half. I will tell you the, the demo. Even in the demo, they talk too much. Like, it's too long before you get to
1: do something. I was like, oh my god, shut up! <laughs> just RPGs. going on and on RPGs and on. RPG is going to give you like a several hour synopsis and stuff like that. Then you'll get to the action. Like, oh, this is incredible, but you that's have to get much. there first. That's the key.
0: Like, if you're going to do that, I need you at least to like speak to me. Like give me some cutscenes, or like how Fire Emblem does it—make like yeah. them go back and forth with some voice. This is literally just yeah. like old school, just reading. I was like, "Oh God, move on."
1: Yeah, because Persona is very heavy with death. You're gonna get a whole bunch of plot when you get to them dungeons. But when you get to them dungeons, you have a, a blast.
0: Hmm. Um, just kind of the thing. I'm playing Cyberpunk, and I talked about in PSVG that I encountered this bug that has been ad- acknowledged by CD project Red, and they said it will be fixed in their next patch. So I stopped playing um, until the patch. So I was like, okay, the patch I imagine will be out soon, like in a couple of days. So I was like, let's play something yesterday while I wasn't feeling myself. I was just like st- stuck in my chair all day because I felt terrible. I was like, let's uh, let's play something. So I started playing Cocoon. I played Cocoon also for about 90 minutes.
1: I forgot to was the thing.
0: Yeah, it just came out. Uh, it's on Switch, which is why I bring it up. You can play it on Switch. It's on Game Pass. You can play it on on Xbox if you have Game Pass. It's it's, it's everywhere.
1: I'm glad you said that.
0: This game is from means- the game designer or director, I believe, of Inside and Limbo. There, this is one of the games that come out oh. of the the Playdead split. So Playdead split, and this is one of the games that's been talked about for some time, and um, <clears throat> it's. It's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to say what I don't like about it, but like, don't let that deter you. It's good. It's a very good game. Okay. It's like visually, it's kind of mesmerizing. There's a lot of stuff going on, especially if you're into like sci-fi, but maybe not like, not like star Wars sci-fi, maybe more like, like avatar sci-fi, something more like that. Um, it's very colorful. It's very, like, alien. It has, like, this, like, insect kind of thing that's going through. Everything's, like, bugs and insects, and there's, like, pods and l- l- larvae and stuff. I mean, it's called a cocoon. That shouldn't really come to much surprise to people. Um, the reason that I stopped playing and the reason I just, I, honestly, I am just I wasn't really interested. <laughs> like It's just not something I wanted to play. Is that it's a, it's a heavy puzzle game. Like, heavy puzzle game. Not, like, Inside or Limbo. Right. That's the whole thing we've been hearing about is, you know, like inside limbo, I play, they have puzzles and I play them because there's like this story being told. That's why I like Planet of Lana. I want to learn about this world and whatnot. I play this game for 90 minutes and I still have no earthly idea why anything is happening. I don't know who I am or why I'm there or what anything like. It's just. I don't know if it's if it's environmental and i'm just not picking up on the cues or whatnot but like there's just not a whole lot happening um
1: that's what i was gonna ask because usually play dead games is very good with environmental storytelling and things happening to kind of bring you in not necessarily like you get cut scenes stuff like that but based on what's happening in the environment you're like okay this is what's going on so there's kind of none of that there
0: no no not that i'm not that i'm picking oh, up on that's like you literally drop into a world and you're like this bug creature and you run around and you just start, you start falling upon puzzles and you just start solving them and you just like keep progressing. And, um, and the puzzles are deep. That's that the more than anything, it was that the puzzles are like deep. I just didn't want to try that hard. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I told you yesterday and feel good. I was sitting there playing. I'm like, this is, this requires focus and, and, and try. And I just don't want to do any either. Either one of those right now. <laughs> I just wasn't in the mood. Um, but you do a lot of, um, puzzles. So like, you'll find this, all right. So you do some puzzles, you'll come across these platforms or you stand on them, you press the A button and then some sort of function happens, you know, like maybe like a a platform moves from one bridge to the other side. Right. And you'll do that. And then eventually you'll just kind of keep doing these sorts of puzzles. You'll keep like, you know, creating stairs and things for you to progress and move forward. Eventually you'll come across like an orb. You'll find an orb like this little circle ball. And if you take the orb to a specific platform, the orb will create like a pool, like a reflective pool. And then you can Uh jump into the orb, like similar to like how ratchet and clank rifts work. Like you jump into the orb and it like zips you into a whole different world. And now you're kind of like in the orb and then you complete the puzzles that are in the orb. And when you do that enough, you you'll unlike, you'll get to a boss and then the boss has its own, um, patterns and you've got to figure out how, cause there's no, there's no combat. I'm not actually like
1: performing anything. Uh, my next question.
0: Yeah. So you, your boss has like these things and like, a, you know, like something will pop up out of the ground, like a ball or something. And you grab that and throw it at the boss and, you know, stay out of the way and don't get hit long enough. And then you'll break the, you'll beat the boss and then you'll like beat the orb and you'll come back out and then you'll get something else that'll let you advance a little bit further. And then you'll get another orb and, and just kind of, it just kept going down this path of this orb. And there are orb puzzles, there's like tube puzzles, there's block puzzles. You know, it's just it's just a puzzle game. I mean, that's ultimately more than anything. It's not even it's not even like a platforming puzzle game, like an in insider or limbo. It's more, it's just a puzzle game. You're just doing puzzles. Oh,
1: that's that's disappointing. Um, I like the platforming puzzle of inside and puzzle up inside a limbo. So the plays up like that, that might not be for me.
0: So yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it's for me. I'm not saying I won't go back to it. I do think it's good. Like, I think if you're into puzzles, I think you'll love it because I, I think it's very good. The puzzles are good. There are more times I had to, like, seriously think about, like, how to how to get through something. And the boss, I had to fight, like, three times because I got hit. And then you start all over. You go back again and get hit again and start all over, you know. Um, I just didn't want to do it yesterday. Like I just wasn't in the mood yesterday. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't to try you. this hard. But- um, Cause you I had, had my, I don't think Friday it's a night. long game. You beat it in like two or three hours or something like that. So I was like, I, I'll try to go finish it before Shaq. And I started playing it for about an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, that's enough. I've had enough of this.
1: Let me tell you, they tell I don't you, don't me. keep doing this two or three hours for me with puzzle games, turns to four or five hours. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to figure this out. I'm going yeah. to there like, nope, it's not for me.
0: Yeah. So if you, if you're not that into puzzle games, I don't think you'd like cocoon um but it is mesmerizing is like the best word i can find it's very ornate and like it's visuals everything's very contrasty um very colorful and like detailed especially when you get into like there's like this industrial i guess like a ship area that you're in and you know it's very like alien like all kinds of platforms are kind of like unraveling out of the walls and stuff like that and you're like man this is detailed there's a lot going on here so in that part is a very cool. pretty game yeah, like you get like this one orb that I got allows you to see like a path that you can't see otherwise. So you're like carrying this orb around while you're trying to figure out this path. But then along the path are all these switches where you can switch and make the path rotate, which will connect you to other paths. And then eventually, I think what got me is eventually what you, you'll start doing, you know, because it keeps building on itself. Eventually, you'll get to a puzzle that has that will be affected by the puzzle before it. So then you like go forward and then you come back and you hit some switches and you go back again and then you come back and some. And I was like, I'm not trying to do all this. <laughs> you know, like that's what really yeah. kind of broke me. I was like, no, no, never mind. Like as long as it was like the, just the one puzzle, <laughs> I was fine. But once multiple puzzles started doing each other, I was like, no, no, I don't want to do this no more.
1: You was like, oh, <clears throat> I'm not the puzzle. Oh, here's five more. Like oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, this yeah. is where I check out.
0: <laughs> Pretty much um
1: I, get it. I totally get it
0: a game that i've been playing for a couple of weeks um that i was going to talk about because quite honestly i haven't played a whole lot on my switch um is a boomer shooter called forgive me father
1: ah got into it finally yeah How do you like
0: yeah it? i like it a lot um it's got this uh i think i think most people call it like this lovecraftian type of thing where these monsters like kind of spawn and whatnot um <clears throat> It's definitely doing that. It's definitely doing that 2D boomer shooter thing, but like, it feels a bit different. It's almost like a Paper Mario with. And I'm not sure if it's just like their camera angles. I'm seeing more of it, but I see their their enemies like spin and move. I see them from different angles more than I than I remember seeing something in like uh, Warhammer Bolt Gun um, or Dusk or anything like that. There's also I feel like there's a lot more of them. It plays more like Doom, maybe. Uh, Warhammer had a lot of a lot of enemies, but it's also like really open. There's a big area. Um, Forgive me, father is confined spaces and enemies like I was confined in this courtyard and enemies were just jumping up over a wall and just flooding in. And I was like, this is dope. Um, kind of reminds me of yes. almost like a, like a zombie movie or something. I mean, they're coming at you from all different angles like you are running and gunning, run and spin and jump and do whatever you can to keep, you know, keep firing um and it does the boomer shooter thing it's you know it's very it's got a it's got strong like horror tones which is why i started playing it i feel it's like a a good game for this october and it's it's very colorful it's very pretty um but you know like you'll be going through a house and you've got to collect keys to open up certain doors to escape and do it so fast to get a bonus and kill so many folks to get a high score and all that jazz it's doing you know boomer shooter things uh, the reason that I found it or came across it anyway, it's on switch. You can play on switch and play on my ally is that, uh, they're releasing a sequel in a couple of weeks. The sequel hits early access, like right before Halloween. And I think I'll be Elvis. playing. I think I'll be playing that for Halloween. That's what, more or less what I, what okay. I brought it up. I might do the I think same I'll be, depending on when I get to Alan wake, I haven't bought Alan wake yet. And I probably won't buy it until like this cyberpunk thing is delaying me a bit. So, like, there's going to be a time where I go, do I keep playing cyberpunk or do I, like, pop over to Assassin's Creed? And depending on how that goes, like, I'm not going to get Alan Wake until I beat both of those games. So, okay, it'll just, you know, from that point forward, once I get through Assassin's Creed and then cyberpunk, then I'll decide when I get Alan Wake. So, I may play Forgive Me Father 2 before Alan Wake. It's possible it works out like that.
1: Okay, that's, that's cool. I played the original a, a while back. I, it was one of the first games I got for my Steam Deck. Nice. If I remember correctly, it was a they had on it had on Fanatical for a sale. Like, oh, this looks really cool. And yeah, I got it for a deal.
0: I think I got an agreement. I got it on one of those sites. I paid like, dude, I pay like two dollars for it?
1: <laughs> it was. It didn't yeah, pay, it, that's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, I got that dusk and a whole bunch of other things, and I, and I played that. And I was one of the first ones I played. Like, oh, this is actually really cool. That was kind of the that one in dust with the highlights of those games. I got that deal. It's like a horror themed Steam deal. Nice, yeah, it's a really good game. I highly recommend it to people.
0: So, what about you? What are you up to?
1: I have been only played one game because I've been on every podcast possible <laughs> like this week. So, <laughs> like, if there was a podcast, I was on it this week. <laughs> like, uh, but the, the main thing is, I played as Tears of the Kingdom. I finally got the Master Sword. So that's kind of awesome. And everything required to do that, I went to. I guess I, guess I can say this spoiler for the game. It's a small spoiler. I went to the Kurok Forest and did what I had to do there. Yep, that was pretty interesting. That was fun. I, I dug that. I'm, I'm, I'm making headway in the game, so I actually think I might be finishing with it in the next. Before the end of the year, I think I'll be finished with it. What's your? Cause I don't think like I have two.
0: So let me ask you this then: Since you've been playing this game for months now, are you still playing other things? Are you putting other things off to finish Tears of the Kingdom?
1: I started playing other things, but it was slowing me down so much. Because you know, I, I got into um, what's the game I got into um, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Gate? Yeah. I like that one a lot, and I stopped. I got to stop playing this. 'Cause then I won't finish Tears of the Kingdom. And I was playing something else. You know, I played Planet of and I played a couple other things during that time too. But I was like, let me go back and just finish Tears of the Kingdom and get this out of the way now. And that's what I that's what I'm on right now. Let me finish Tears of the Kingdom because I feel like if I just push through it, I can kinda get through it a relatively good time. I was I was upgrading my armor and stuff, like, you know, the champion armor. Yeah. So once I upgrade that, I wanna I wanna get myself to the point where going to the depths and everything is just child's play. So I want to get depth armor and all that stuff so yeah that's where I'm at now I don't want to I have a lot of hearts but I don't want to I don't want to get into a battle and fight someone they take half my hearts away I want to be like okay I'm fighting this big monster and it only takes like two hearts when it hits me
0: so when you're done are you gonna go to are you gonna go back to Baldur's Gate
1: yeah I definitely am I love Baldur's Gate because I mean I'm asking because there's a
0: lot of games coming out like I'm not hearing Spider-Man, or Call of Duty, or Starfield, or you know any of these other things from you, Mario Wonder.
1: I feel like Baldur's Gate will end up being a game I will play all the time when I have downtime. Oh, okay. but when Mario Wonder comes out, I'll I'll stop. I'll stop Baldur's Gate when Spider-Man comes out. I'm going to stop Baldur's Gate. I got you. When Alan Wake comes out, I'm going to stop Baldur's Gate. But when I'm not playing those games. I'll be playing. If anything, Baldur's Gate will be taking away time from um, my uh, WWE playing, my NBA 2K playing, and my um, AEW game playing. Got you. Okay. Because usually my downtime knows the games I play. But Baldur's Gate is fantastic so far. Nice. All right. I guess we got some news stories to get to. A big one, apparently. So I'll let you get to it, Donnie. Yeah, let's
0: do it. Um, so Hideki Kamiya is leaving Platinum. Um, most notably the creator of Bayonetta and Warner 411. Um, long ties with Capcom and Resident Evil and Devil May Cry and all that jazz. Um, they announced that they're leaving. Uh, he's leaving Platinum games. It is yet to be announced where he's going. I've heard some speculation I've seen online of people suggesting where he's going. I, I don't, I didn't see anything actually like sourced or evident. So without being able to dive too far into it, I I would just leave it alone. Um, His final day would be October 12th. And um, yeah, uh, he said this was a a hard decision for him to make. This is the reason I saved this news for Shaq is this is kind of interesting. Um, Nintendo has a pretty healthy relationship with platinum and him leaving. I don't know. I don't want to over, I don't want to, overblow it it's like the sky's not falling he didn't uh, he wasn't the game director on Bayonetta three or the spinoff i don't think he even was the director on two um am that mistaken it's been a while um but he obviously he's overseen the project he's been a part of the project and he's the creator of the character so like him yeah, leaving that's the thing yeah him leaving how do i wonder how what that may or may not mean for the future of Banana.
1: Based on what you say, if he wasn't a creative director, maybe they just he just turned the, slowly but surely turned the reins over to someone else. That's what I'm assuming. So we'll still get Bayonetta games, but my only worry when things like this happen is that the property doesn't get like oversaturated and get like unjust like for example when um, Kojima left um, Konami. We got, what it was, the Metal Gear Survival, and we like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> like It, it, it kind of just came out there and nobody liked it. And it's not a good game, so <laughs> I can see why, but I never like when creators leave and then they just start putting out other stuff and it's not of the same quality. If you can keep making Bayonetta games and it's still that same high quality and what you expect from Bayonetta games, it's all good. Let this man go do his thing and I'm quite sure he probably wants to go take other creative avenues and stuff like that. And I think that's Important for him to do, but I'm quite sure there's an audience of people who still love and want Bayonetta games. Yeah, as long as they're coming out good, I'm all am all for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. And I'm also wondering, like, is there a noticeable difference? Like, do we ten years from now do we get Bayonetta four and it just feels like like Platinum Bayonetta, or do fans feel like it's kind of generic and missing something? I don't know
1: that's the thing is i'm taking a guess that he probably wasn't a part of three as much
0: i don't think he's been an active like i just looked it up the game director was different for Bayonetta two and three so yeah he hasn't been directing the game he's just been kind of you know a producer overseeing
1: overseeing the teams that are working on it you play bandit more than i do you think people noticed it
0: well, I think, think the care? question is, is how much I'm sure that he was still like, even he may not be credited as like a main role. I'm sure he's still very creatively involved.
1: Right. Yeah, so like, that's the thing. Like what's with the
0: story, right? Like, like if you remove that aspect, does it feel different? I mean, I ideally I think Bayonetta fans would hate to hear this. I think Bayonetta would be nice. I'd like a reboot of Bayonetta. Bayonetta is so hard to keep up with. It's just batshit crazy. The story that they've told. It would be nice for them to maybe get back to roots a bit or maybe kind of start a new universe or a new thing somewhere. I think. Um I
1: think I think that would be fine too. Depending on who does it. They tried it with Devil May Cry and it, it didn't work, even though I think that was a really solid game. People just yeah, didn't kind of adapt to it. I like DMC. But uh
0: And I wonder how I think- how much more involved um I also wonder, like I think we all talk about Bayonetta like it's a sure thing for Nintendo. I'm just wondering maybe I'll, it'd be nice if the Switch 2 is announced if we get wind that there's a Bayonetta game in the works for it. Um because I often wonder like how great. much longer is it is Nintendo interested. Because um, you know, these games haven't sold very well. I still think they're very important. I think they add something to Nintendo's library that they don't have. So I hope they stick with it. But uh if they decide to change too. their minds, I wouldn't I mean I'd understand why they would.
1: Yeah, I always felt like the Bayonetta games and the Metro games. Metroid games and stuff like that kind of adds a more mature audience to just say hey Switch isn't just for kids and I know it I know obviously it's not just for kids but some that's sometimes the brush it gets painted people are like oh it's Nintendo Switch this is for kids but no there's some really cool games on there that people definitely should check out that are fun great games to just try Bayonetta is one of those series that hey gamers should love Bayonetta in general
0: XBS says, "Didn't the ending of Bayo Three set up a soft reboot?" Yeah, kind of. It was kind of like um, not a not a hard conclusion, and not that anything is a hard conclusion in Bayonetta, but there was there seemingly was somewhat of a conclusion to like this trilogy that they were going for. I was hoping that maybe they would go in a different direction. Um, and the G man says, "Like Bayonetta Origins," not like Bayonetta Origins though. I like that game. Um, I only played the demo. I want to play it. Uh, I'll get it on cheap one day, not for sixty dollars. I didn't like that game, but. Um, I mean, that's not yeah, what Bayonetta fans like want. Like, <laughs> you want an actual Bayonetta game. <laughs> um,
1: but that 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 kind of goes with what I was saying earlier that sometimes you know the director leaves and then they start doing other type of reboots and other things. People just even if it's good, people just doesn't gravitate towards it just because they know the creator is not involved in it. Yeah, Bayonetta like w- even um, Metal Gear Revenge, which was a platinum game. I love that game. But people were yeah.
0: like, "Ah, I like that one too." We don't
1: know. Yeah, Bayonetta
0: Origins is really good actually. The demo really won me over. I think most people, I think the common takeaway in seeing the trailer and the direct was like, "Oh god no. Like, what is this? Like Bayonetta for 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 children, and for kids?" It's really not. It's really good. It's a very story driven Bayonetta game um that's not so combat oriented. Um and it was fun. It's it's a very nice game to look at. I just think the pricing on a game like that was You know, rich. It was pretty, pretty hefty blow. Um, and I I have no doubt that we'll be able to get that game for, you know, half if not less than that. Um, Black
1: Friday. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Just wait till Black Friday. All this. John thirty
0: two says I like Bayo two over Bayo three. I did as well, but I think a lot of that is how Bayo three performs. Bayo three is slog to play on Switch. Um, if if honestly of all the games that I would replay on a Switch two that like got upgraded. Bayonetta 3 would probably be the first one and I that would be a nice way to like kind of kick off like a nice announcement for that console. So like hey if you have Bayonetta 3 it now runs at like 4K at 60 frames a like that would be incredible. Um because That'd that be game cool. is yeah. yeah that game is tough. It's very muddy. Like it's very muddy and blurry and half the time it's hard to even like make out people's faces and stuff in that game from from time to time. So other game that needs to be touched up That one almost comes immediately to mind. The other games are cool, but that Uh, um, one needs it. (laughs) It needs some help.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm excited for the Switch, too, because I think it's going to open up a lot of doors for a lot of more games coming on the Switch console, and it it looks... Ideally, I think it's going to be really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's
1: what they talk about.
0: And we'll see what Kami is up to one day. Um, Again, I won't... not, Not speculating, but, you know, like Shinji Mikami left, and we haven't landed... I have no idea where he's landed either. Those two worked together before. I don't know if they're gonna like tag up and do something that'd be very important They'd be very big news if they if they were like if they were planning something like that I think that would catch people's eyes
1: when let, uh, let, me, let me put my little ten four hat on for a second. Do you think it may be a thing of hey, maybe I want to work on some things that are on higher quality consoles not necessarily. Like you know, high no. tier, like PlayStation Five, Xbox.
0: No, I don't think so. Be- because
1: more powerful consoles at the time.
0: Platinum Platinum would be one of the one of the earliest developers to get a whiff on what Nintendo was planning. So I I would imagine that Platinum think- knows exactly what the Switch two is. Um, probably like Ubisoft and some of Nintendo's closer partners. So I imagine that Camille knows what's coming. So I don't think I don't think he would leave for that. And I don't think they they necessarily make those kind of games either. You know, and it's not like Platinum isn't exclusive to Nintendo. Platinum can make other games. You know, like they did Vanquish yeah. and stuff like that. Ba-
1: Bayonetta is kind of exclusive, but they could, could
0: just- Well, yeah, Bayonetta is Platinum now. Maybe. Bayonetta is now yes. because Nintendo publishes it. Remember, they in the Vanquish pack, Bayonetta, they remastered both and put them on Xbox and PlayStation. So you can play Bayonetta on PlayStation. But I-
1: yeah, you can play the is it the first one? The first one yeah which i recommend people play. that i was thinking
0: internet, awesome when mikami left i was wondering if i was like is he going to go back to capcom like could this be a thing you know like resurrects you cool. know dino crisis or something but we still haven't heard and then camille leaves and i'm like oh and then you start thinking of the capcom thing again but again the stuff that i'm seeing online is not that stuff i'm seeing online is is very off that um oh but we'll. I'll wait to see what's happening first, before before we talk about it. If it happens, we'll talk about it when it happens.
1: i right. <laughs> seeing what happens. But I don't think they're going I'm back to Capcom. For,
0: is the the point yeah. I'm making?
1: <laughs> I'm always excited for new, like cre- creators going out and making new stuff. So if that if this leads to new stuff, I'm all for it.
0: Same um f099 got an update where we have five queen league tracks uh mute city 2 port town 1 red canyon 1 whiteland 1 and 2 are coming to the game in a new grand prix mode um be excited no no (laughs) again (laughs) shack's legacy of
1: (laughs) doing this this game
0: um i did talk about it in the discord a little bit yesterday i don't think it's really news but i will just mention in case anybody's not aware um there's lots of people on reddit talking about having like a screen retention issue with F099. I have no idea no doubt that this probably means the people that are playing this game like nonstop. You know? Um, but like you can see the car kind of burned into the screen. It's not a permanent thing. Oh. And you can it, it goes away if you play other things and like power cycle your switch and stuff, I think, is what I've been reading. So I don't think it's like hope so. that crazy. Yeah, it's not like permanent damage or anything. But if you're seeing anything like that, or if you're not and you're just playing F099 or on the clock, just be mindful of that. Maybe when you're not, maybe when you're taking a break or something, maybe like run a YouTube video or something in the background. I don't think you can even do YouTube on Switch, Hulu, like run a Hulu video or something.
1: (laughs) That's a wild thing to say, but accurate.
0: Or just do something where, you know, you know, start a title screen of something else that moves, just do something that moves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You also do, should do that with your 4K TVs, by the way.
0: Or play it docked. That'd be another thing. Like, just seen. play it docked. <laughs> watch watch that be the next thing. People, we really, yeah, if you guys didn't see my Annabelle's going nuts, she's really wanting my attention. Um, it'd be crazy if people played so much F-099 that it burned into their, their actual TV. That'd be wild.
1: <laughs> That'd be crazy.
0: <laughs> <sighs> um, I actually wasn't going to talk about this news until I was, but Atui. Um, from developer Jules, made some announcements this week. Um, Hatchtails, the sequel to Chicken Wiggle, has finally come out of the shadows and will release March 28th, 2024. Um, this is newsworthy because our, our dear friend, um, Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, he worked really closely with Jules. So I think a lot of our community, especially at that time, um, several years ago, we're really aware of this game and I know I have a lot of friends and everything that pitched into this Kickstarter idea. So like six years ago, yes. they created a Kickstarter to take this chicken wiggle game and essentially make like the Mario maker version of it in I'm paraphrasing, but like that's essentially the pitch. And then that Kickstarter went quiet for years. I mean, quiet, like didn't even get updates from jewels it almost felt like antagonistic. I think hundreds of people are asking for it, and he would just never do anything. Meanwhile, they were releasing like other games. They would release things people have never even yeah. heard of, and yeah, it was, was kind of weird. Um, it became a running joke. It was, yeah, it did. Down. Yeah, it was like Silk Song and and Hatch Tales. <laughs> Silk Song and Chicken Wiggle. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so it comes out of the shadows. Um. I don't know what I didn't watch the trailer. Uh, um. Full disclosure: I never liked Chicken Wiggle, <laughs> so I, I'm kind of I, I'm just a, a participant in this story. I just like watching from afar. I never liked Chicken Wiggle the first time. Me and Bob used to always kind of argue about that. And I'm like, hey, I like jewels. I just don't like this game. Um.
1: Yeah, it's it's okay game. <clears throat> you know.
0: Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't excited enough to kickstart a new one. And. So I don't know if if it's like a thousand times better or if it is exactly what we thought it was, if there's like some new gimmick or I have no idea. Uh, If you want to know, you can go find that. I think it was on Nintendo Life and YouTube and stuff like that. But the reason I put this story on the show is actually the second part of this. He also announced this week that Dementium is being ported to the Switch and is out October 12th. And I adore Dementium. Uh, I played Dementium Remastered on 3DS. And it was one of my favorite 3DS like indie games. Um, it's a horror shooter, it's a first-person shooter, it's all horror themed. Uh it reminds me a lot of like Manhunt or Condemned, and you're playing in this old like hospital, like this old ward, and you walk around this building and you try to uncover the plot and kill the monsters and get get out. It's not, it's not a it's an old game. It was originally a DS game. So like it's an old game. So don't expect like Don't expect forgive me, father. Don't expect dusk. It's nothing like that. It's not a boomer shooter. It's like an old indie game, right? So it's a small game. I think like all of the rooms in the hospital like look the same. You know, it's a lot of reused assets and like I'm not it's not crazy, but it did It did a really good job of being, like, scary. Like, you couldn't see very far until you get a flashlight. And then when you get a flashlight, like, I believe, I remember, correct. I haven't played this game in many years. But, like, you can only hold the, you can't hold the flashlight, like, and a weapon at the same time. So, you have to, like, toggle between the two. So, it's very dark. it's It's very claustrophobic. And it looked great on 3DS. The video that they dropped for the port looks like it's a port of, like, the 3DS. Like, it still looks like it's on 3DS without the 3DS effect. So, it doesn't look like remastered all that, you know, it doesn't look beautiful. It's not like HD. Um, I think they're trying to keep like the like the low-fi, the low poly look. Yeah, they're trying to keep that. I- I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm I I sent Jules a message. She didn't respond, but I was wondering if I had a couple of questions. I was Warner if if was going like to come to peace? Well, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> He's like fuck that guy. <laughs> um, I was wondering if if it was coming to pc but i was also wondering if um oh boy i just lost my train of thought um i was also wondering if it was being ran on like an emulator because the thing about this game if it was like a full-blown port because i've seen people stream this game um over the years i've watched a couple of people stream it you know like there are like 3ds's that have like casting ability and or like 3ds emulators and this is kind of like a like a low key popular kind of one to go back to. And that's what it looks like. Like when I was watching the trailer, I was like, it looks like, like you're emulating the game. Um, I was wondering if it was like a, like an emulation underlayer, or if it's like a full blown asset re, you know, like port, uh, not that it really matters, but just thoughts that came in my head when I was wa- while
1: watching it. You know, I've actually heard this game a long time ago when um, this game originally came out, I think it was, it was I guess I guess it was the 3DS version of it. hmm I almost wanted to get a 3DS for this. Like, oh, that looks pretty cool and interesting.
0: I would say, for people so that have definitely- listened to Shaq, for people that listen to Shaq before Switch, they've definitely heard me talk about Dementium. So, I like this game quite yeah, a I, bit. I, so, I this, game, about a team. this game came out back when, like, a back when they were called a Renegade Kid. If anybody doesn't remember that. Yeah. You know, like, this is, goes back a bit. And Renegade K was Jules and his partner, and uh, his development partner, he passed away. And then for, like, years, I guess Jules was in negotiation like with um his game developer's family on whether or not they could use those works and whatnot. So, like, this is kind of a game that I never expected to ever return. I kind of thought Dementium was lost. So I was pretty jazzed to see it. Like, I'm going to buy this, for sure, because I, I love that game that much. I've got it on my 3DS. I could just 22. play it on my 3DS. And I'm wondering, I... There's a part of me from what I saw in the trailer. There's a part of me that thinks it's probably better on 3DS. That might be the best way to play it. Um, but I'm still going to get it anyway. It's a cheap game. You know, who cares? Well, let me ask Spooky you, does
1: the 3D work on it?
0: Yeah. It, that's, 3DS, I like the 3D effect a lot for this game. I think it added a lot to it. Like there's like a lot of lightning crashes and stuff that happen and come through the windows and like in the, the lightning and the 3D effect gives that screen a little pop. And, you know, because it's such like, a low res game, it works on the 3DS. In a way that when you play it, like if you were to play it on PS4, it doesn't work, (laughs) you know, because you're like, you're noticing everything that it's not. But on 3DS, that's just how everything is, you know. So it would be weird, though, if he made it like Turok remasters and it was super sharp and whatnot. I think it would lose something, too.
1: Okay.
0: So I think this I think this was the right the right way of doing it. But yeah, Yeah, I'm going to
1: get it. it. I'm going to get it. I want to check it out.
0: Yeah couple of headlines and then we'll move on. We didn't have a lot of news this week. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was rated for the Nintendo Switch in Brazil. And then the internet went crazy and all the Nintendo blogs were posting. And as the Resident Evil's come to the Switch, is a cloud version all that. And then like three days later, the Brazilian board like edited that page. And they're like, that was a mistake. We just meant the first one. So all about nothing. Yeah. And then uh, I put this one in here actually specifically for you, Delvin. I'm not sure if you're aware of this uh dino break releases october 4th so that's next wednesday this is the newest game from dead drop studios these are the people that make like all these capcom uh parody games like these capcom spin-off or wannabes clones was the word i was looking for these capcom clones okay so they, they made like outbreak like the resident evil clones
1: this is that. dino
0: crisis and they know exactly what they're doing the trailer they're like escape into a new crisis Dino Break! It's like it's Dino Crisis <laughs> uh, the new game. And the uh, drops on Switch on That's the 4th. Right.
1: I, I like some of these clone games. I don't think I like the Dead Drop ones, but um, there's one called Daymare 1998, which is literally just the clone of Resident Evil. Yeah, That's really good, actually. It's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty well made. So I kind of dig those. So when they come out, I usually, like, not the Dead Drop studio ones. Those usually aren't as good. But I usually check them out. I'll usually give them, a, give them at least a look. Because yes. it, it looks like a studio that, that is trying to get there. Because if you look at the first game they made, you're like, this is terrible. Then you see the second one's progressively better, the third progressively better. So I'm assuming that we're at the point now this is a decent game. So maybe I'll try it.
0: Let's hope. I tried one of the Albert games years ago when they first got going, and it was just so janky and clunky. I was like, never mind. <laughs> and yeah, i haven't really I given them I like tried a,
1: the first one
0: yeah i haven't really given them a, a second try and they've released several games like they've released a bunch i yeah, hope they maybe they've pretty well better. apparently yeah the, the trailer yes, looked good i'm but assuming
1: they've gotten better
0: that doesn't mean anything anymore lots of people can make trailers look yeah. good we'll see we'll see how it how it releases um but that's it for the news uh kimiya f-zero atui and that. so take it away delvin let's do some questions
1: all right, here are some Shaq questions direct from you. And Our I say, first question, thank Mike you Minnati.
0: for sending them in, because without you, the, the show would just like just have ended.
1: So I yeah, Appreciate the contributions, and, 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 and. <laughs> and thank you for staying here this long. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the way, guys. <laughs> She's on the way. She's on the way.
0: <laughs> Our
1: first it. question from Mike Minotti. What kind of hat would Daisy look best in?
0: I'm really upset that Rebecca's not here because I feel like maybe I missed something. Is this like
1: a a Twitter question or
0: something? Guys, help us.
1: I feel like I missed something, too. I'm going to say Daisy would look best in like one of those New York Yankee snapbacks. (laughs) Oh, wow. You trying York to turn
0: her snap. into J Lo or something? What's going on every year?
1: <laughs> yes, yes Damn, like the, the snapback, boots on. <laughs> I <hear>? New York, from <laughs> uh, well, well, the Bronx.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I feel oh, like man. is he asking? Is it like uh the like the Princess Peach game? Is it like what well, does she put on a hat and get powers or something? Or is there like I'm a? there's there some part of Nintendo Twitter talking about hats that I, I don't know about?
1: I have no clue. <sighs> that part feel, of Nintendo's Twitter, I stay far away from.
0: Yeah, Just, I don't. I, I don't, don't have know. any awareness. So don't.
1: What's Daisy um, wear? Nope, I would not be going there. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna go with like a like a skater, like a like a like a beanie, right? Like she okay. puts on like the beanie, and then like she gets like the. She gets, like, the Jinko jeans and, like, a skateboard and, you know, like, some, some, some vans. She becomes cool.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: We've got um, John 32. Daisy from the block.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't I'm see. Just,
1: I'm just Daisy from the block.
0: <laughs> Went with a sun hat.
1: Used to have a little. No, I have a lot. <laughs> so it would be cool.
0: <laughs> He's just taking taking peaches. <laughs> tired of living in your yeah. shadow.
1: <laughs> oh man, <sighs> that's funny. our Our next question from David might be depressing, but I'm, I'm going with it. David asks: Years and years and years from now, not that many years, as the last moves, oh, no, not for Donnie. Not that many. Not too long. <laughs> the Seasons. last moments of your life pass. <laughs> <laughs> which, <game, laughs> which game will you be playing, assuming, of course, you have the facilities to do so? All right, Daddy. In a couple of years on your deathbed, <laughs> what do you plan on right. playing?
0: Yeah, 39. I don't know. It's so easy to be like, my favorite game. But then I think about, like, I put myself like I'm old. Like, I don't know if I'm on my deathbed and probably, I don't know, like, are you playing for hours at a time? Are you playing for days at a time, weeks at a time? So like some wide reaching, you know, Zelda adventure probably isn't in the books, you know, because I'm probably not making it off the island or anything. Yeah. So I'm probably playing something shorter, something more pick up and play something I can just like kind of go to. You know, something like a retro bowl or a sports game, maybe a Mario, you know, maybe take I a spin around a couple of Mario levels and just like walk around, you know, probably something like that more than some open world adventure. Although I could just be like, you know what? Yeah. In my something. last breaths. I just want to blow some shit up in GTA.
1: It's <laughs> <is> also good.
0: <laughs> Still some cars. I don't know.
1: Feel feel like when I get to that point, like I just want to play something that's going to be fun. Not stressful and easy. Because I don't imagine, yeah, easy. I don't want to imagine my last day. I playing something like, like, like a Dark Souls game.
0: You're trying to figure <laughs> no. out a dungeon puzzle. Like, how do I get this door to open? <laughs>
1: like, no, <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> like, no, this is, this is, but and then my last breath is still, still trying to figure out how to beat this game. Now, I'm going to something I'm gonna I've beaten before that's easy. That I can just play again and enjoy. Maybe a Lego game.
0: Mm, good. good call Lego game
1: like a LEGO, LEGO, Star Lego Forza Wars. yeah Lego Forza something like that so I know them. I ain't gotta worry about dying mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I if I get really bad my grandkids can help me play it and I'll I'll be good
0: you can play it's like Super Mario World maybe I spin up yeah. Star Ocean for the first time and I'm like hey man let's check out this RPG
1: <laughs> yeah you might depending on where you're at you might die of boredom that flatlines <laughs> <laughs> it might just take you out with, Just reading the plot <laughs>
0: wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be That would be so poetic though Like I spin up I'm like alright Final Fantasy 7 And then my things are <laughs> <laughs> The doctor comes in They're like Final Fantasy 7 Killed him It's right here Just yep. this is what happened Cause of death <laughs> Final
1: Fantasy <VII>. 7 <laughs> Alright Our next question From Kyle the Pug F you, of course. <laughs> Which Pokemon game do you want to erase from your memory so that you can ex- re-experience it again with no knowledge of it at all? Hence, replaying it for the first time.
0: Could I just elect to just erase one from memory? I don't have to replay it or anything. Yeah, I, I don't mean... want to even know about it. <laughs> just just Thanos snap one out of existence and just get rid of one. <laughs>
1: Well, I'll, I'll let that be your answer. Or a half so dozen, because you, no, you have to pick one. You can't just like pick like the whole decade of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> like the decade of Pokemon games. Want to get rid of? Just gone. No.
0: Pokemon Gold would be my answer.
1: I'm picking Red and Blue. Okay, oh, that's a great one.
0: Yeah, Pokemon Gold. I'm would picking be my Red answer. And Blue. Let's go back and replay. That's why I was yeah. really hoping that we would get like a Let's Gold. I wanted like a Let's Go Gold version.
1: That'd be cool. That'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, because let's go... Um, it felt like playing that game for the first time again. You know, because it was different, but it was the same. It'd be nice to redo that again.
1: I feel like, um, yeah, Red and Blue. That was the first one I got into. That's the first one I like, legit loved. The simplistic yeah. of it. And I want to play it the same way, like on Game Boy. Like, they should re-release a Game Boy... Just with that on it, like with yeah. that, and the, like thirty other Nintendo games on it. No, no,
0: it. I mean I think you're right, but we talked about this back when the mini craze is going on. I remember I talked about this, Jason, Kevin, Caro. Like we've talked about this for a long time. You could do a game a Game Boy like classic mini. I mean, these little retro handhelds are all in the rage right now. But here's the thing that I've been saying: I actually think they could get away with just releasing like a little Game Boy. And it just having Pokemon on it. And here's what you do is you create a red one for Pokemon Red, you do a blue one for Pokemon Blue, you do a yellow one for Pokemon Yellow, and you just release all three of them, and then people will buy three of them at a time with just that game on it and nothing else. Just a little handheld Pokemon game. They sell them for like sixty, seventy dollars, and then people just buy them up.
1: I agree. Just make one just like that. The same way you said, and just be like, hey. To make it different, like hey, you can play it in color now. You can either play it in color, or you can play it in the old uh, Game Boy format.
0: That'd be cool. You can yeah. just switch
1: the color, the color pack.
0: I can be an easy little Pokemon toy for them to make, and I think they would sell out. They would make book like they would make so much money.
1: I would, I would buy at least three of them.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people would. And you just make it look like you know, like the mold looks like a Game Boy. They could even have like a maybe like a the mold either looks like it has a cartridge in the back or whatever, with like a sticker on it. And, um, yeah, I know everyone needs to sad things. This would actually work. I know it would absolutely yes. work. Everybody's like, I need a game boy mini with a hundred games. I'm like, they can get you with a game boy mini in one game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just
0: one. Just the one. They don't even have to pit Mario for this one. They got you from the start. And I think how like retro nostalgia things are like so popular right now. I think Pokemon fans would lose their ever loving mind if they did that, you know,
1: especially now. That would be some good goodwill to give out. Now,
0: Post- my idea was hey. like you remember like the like the Tiger games, like the old little electronic yes. games where you would just get like Yahtzee or football or whatever. Yeah, like that's kind of the idea. Is like you just get the handheld that just has the one game on it. They can even do it for like Tetris. Um, yeah. And
1: yeah. those those Tiger games have come back and people are buying them. they have, there are several ones. The and that's World. the thing. I I have the Transformers one, so yeah
0: that Game Boy Nintendo stuff is so popular that they could release like a, a set of little handhelds that just have one game on it and they could probably do 12 or 15 of them. Uh, but Pokemon would be the ones that would go for.
1: Yeah. I will That's a sore it. subject.
0: <laughs> I will. Nate asks, how much is that classic card set? And it's $400. Whoa. It went live again today. Uh, I could have got one, but I don't have the 400 is too much. I don't have the money for that now i can't i can't do 400 i'm hoping at this point i'm hoping that like i'm hoping that somebody buys the sets for the cards and then they sell the set separately and maybe i can pick up a set for like a hundred dollars like though because i i like the cards but i don't want i don't need the cards i want the i want the board like the i'm after the board and the damage counters and stuff i don't really want the set like people could keep the cards um i'd love to like go half on with somebody and like split it up um i didn't talk about it but i guess since since hyrule since you brought it up i'll i will say jack and i are absolutely having a blast with the pokemon 151 um i've been talking about it oh that's great yeah if anybody doesn't know there's a new expansion in pokemon cards called the pokemon 151 it is the original pokemon 151 pokemon set i'm not the original it's the base set but it's it's all the Pokemon in this set are from the original 151. That's why it's called 151, obviously. And they all feature like new art, but a lot of the art is derived from like the old art. So it's very nostalgic and it's very beautiful. There's lots of different designs. They've got full art cards. Um, this is one of my favorite. This is my favorite Pokemon expansion ever already, like ever. And uh, Jack and I have bought, I don't know, 25, 30 booster packs already. We got Blastoise, we got Marowak, like we got Machamp. We've got a lot of our favorites already. Um, oh, you got a lot got, already. That's great. I've got way too many Mew's. I don't know why it's. It feels very common, but I have like nine Mew's. I get them like every other pack. We get a Mew. Um, maybe
1: you can trade somebody. For-
0: yeah, maybe so. Um, but yeah, the um, gamer guy Lou has been in Discord. He's been sharing. He got everything. He got like he got like the most sought after cards in his first try. He's got like that full art Charizard oh. that's going for hundreds of dollars. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. It's been, it's been a big deal. It's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, the scalpers are going to scalp, you know, like they're going to do what they do. Pokemon, that's nothing new yeah. to Pokemon cards. It does suck for somebody like Jack and I who we, we, I mean, we, we have the cards. So I guess you could call us collectors, but we're not like collectors. We're not trying to collect them all. We play the game, you know, so everything yeah, to us part. is is for the cards like we want the cards we want the ones we like but we also want we want them for the for the card game i was very happy in my first set of booster packs i pulled marowak which made me very happy very happy guy that's dope so yeah i've been doing a lot of that this week as well doing a lot of pokemon cards jack was unfortunately away he went to his grandparents house this week because they're on fall break and um, one of my i've got one more booster box coming um, so my second to last booster box came in while he was gone and I opened up the booster pack and the first booster pack open, opened had a blastoise it's double rare blastoise oh. that he wants. That's his favorite. So that's awesome. He was soaked. He came home yesterday and went right to it. He's even created like this little, this little shelf in his room. Um, cause see, I've got like displays, I've got like Pokemon cards on this. I don't think you can see them. Hang on. Let me see it. See them okay. on the desk.
1: Yeah, that looks nice. Um, so
0: I've got like a a first edition Cubone from base set. It's it's not expensive. They're they're very you know it's like three dollars. Um, and a Marowak on display, and he put his Blastoise on display. So his little room kind of looks like my little room. He's got a little Blastoise toy and and Poco. He's got Pokemon Blue the cartridge, and he's got his Blastoise on display. Yeah, I'll send. I'll I'll put a picture in
1: the the box deal.
0: I'll put a picture in Discord. I'll show you what it looks like.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Our next question, from G Man, he says, "Getting towards a deadline here, and it's about Switch Two. Do you think we'll be getting a trailer in the next month? Hmm, Switch Two trailer. What you thinking? I, I don't know. I I normally
0: don't like to say that. I don't know. I honestly, at this point, I feel like I don't know. I, like I think, I want to tell you no." Because I feel like the Switch Two comes out next fall and not next spring, and I feel like it's too soon. But that doesn't mean anything. Like it, it, like I could be wrong. There's been so much, there's been so much speculation on like on so many fronts. It's been hard to piece through like who's got it right and who doesn't. Right. Um, Nathan Haight has had a lot of sourced information on the Switch, and he kept saying, "I don't believe it," but I keep hearing like spring. And that blows my mind that like we could be that close to it without knowing anything about it. Um, All right. But question. But, so, but so many other people say fall. So I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Question for you. When does spring actually end? Now that's a dumb question, but hear me out. Could it be the end of spring? Yeah.
0: It could be like May. Yeah. It like I think if they May. got that close, they would just wait till June. You know, like if you're going to get that close. You know,
1: yeah. I feel like if it's if it's in May, you could probably get an announcement in January. It'd be fine, like a, a trail trailer. Something in January, but if it was like March, then I would feel like okay, we probably need to get one like soon.
0: I still feel like the easy, the lowest common denominator, the easiest answer to maybe take is that it comes up next fall, which means that we don't get an announcement until probably December, January, February. They could even save the announcement yeah. till March. They could have an announcement in March, yeah. a breakdown at, you know, in June and then a release in October or September or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It feels like they could announce it whenever they want at this point. It feels like they could announce it tomorrow. They can announce it six months from now. Um, I'm giving up on the idea that they can announce it because then people won't buy Mario wonder. Cause I just don't believe that to be true. Um, Here's a especially if especially if when yeah. they announce it, they talk about it being backwards compatible. Right? So if they announce it and they're like, and you can play all your favorite Switch games, then it's not gonna nobody's gonna not buy Switch games. They may stop buying Switches, but nobody's gonna stop buying Switch games.
1: Here's a pie the sky conspiracy theory. What if they announce it at the game awards?
0: That's that's I don't think it's a pioneer I've been saying that for a while. I think that would be I mean, that's obviously yeah. the next Opportunity. The question. The question there is: Would they announce at the Game Awards or do it on their own? That's the question there. It's. I don't think it's. I think the timing is probably right.
1: Like you could probably show it at the Game Awards. Like here's the Switch Two. More on it soon and do it direct like in January.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's coming. I, I think when Rebecca and I have talked about it, I think she just thinks that they would never partner with with the Game Awards for an announcement like that. They would do it themselves, which I. I maybe. think she's I think she's probably right. Um I think well, they could they could announce it before the game awards and then follow up at the game awards with a little inf- a little more information. You know, like maybe they That's release cool. a commercial for the next Switch before the game awards. And then yeah, maybe like Doug or somebody is at the game awards and they like they actually you know hold one. They pull it out and show it to us what it looks like. You know, like I don't know i really don't know i mean that's the Let best answer the best answer that i have is i don't know i'm not sure
1: <laughs> i feel like there was a console announced at the game awards i don't remember which one was it what's
0: that it was the series x was announced at the game awards
1: that's what it was i, I was yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense
0: phil spencer and everybody that's when yeah. they showed it off for the first time in the hellblade trailer
1: <sighs> Yeah. and all that that was it yeah i remember mm-hmm. now. oh yeah so, so I, was, I, was trying to th- I was trying to think, was it done before? Like, yeah, the question was, is a matter of, of reach. Do you was.
0: think Nintendo reaches more people by saying, we have a direct or we have a commercial. Like, I'm not even saying they go direct. They say, we have a commercial showing the next Switch that's going to air tomorrow at 8 p.m. Does that reach more people than the Game Awards? Because that's what all matters is who, what is, what's reaching the most people. And in Nintendo's case, I think it's them doing it themselves. I I agree with Rebecca. Like they don't need the Maybe, game awards yeah. to do this at all. It's just, that is an event where all eyes are on. And if they wanted to, to do it there, I guess they could. And let's say I, the game awards would make a little bit more sense if they wanted to have like some sort of like hands-on demo that like media could touch and write about and talk about, I think um, versus them just having like a, a trailer that they put up whenever they want to.
1: Yeah. The cool thing about it is I think they, can, they can even do, like, the Game Awards can be an announcement of an announcement. Like, yeah. They'll really be showing sure their new console soon. And, oh, it's coming up. And they're like, here's our direct coming up this day. So there's ways they could do it.
0: The also thing is, another thing that you think, and I'm just spitballing here, is that they could announce the console and then show a game at the Game Awards.
1: Yeah, that, now we're talking.
0: You know, so they could do a commercial. Here's the next console. And then be like, tune into the game awards to see the first shot of Mario launching for the switch Two or something. You could do something like that as well. Kyle says Nintendo operates on their own time. That's 100% true. Like that's, that's what makes this really difficult is no, like, I mean, I'm sure people know, but like nobody could guess you're at this point. Everybody's just guessing whether we end up right or wrong. It doesn't take the fact that everybody's just guessing. If I had my guess. I would say that the console is unveiled sometime in early 2024 to launch at the end of 2024. I think that would be my best guess, but who knows? Maybe they maybe there'll be a damn trailer tomorrow morning. Who knows?
1: Yeah. For all we know,
0: we're in that for period now. Like we're in that time from now that anything is possible. They could do whatever they want from this point forward. Like it is not too soon right now to announce a, a system that they launch the end of next fall. Right? Like, we're not too soon. They could do this now. So, it's, we're in that, we're in the wheelhouse. What's exciting? It is. Mm-hmm. We'll see now. All right. G-Man says, Our next imagine question. Prime what? 4 is a launch game. So, Metroid would be a great, like, Ooh. Game Awards thing. I agree. Yeah. That, that would be a, a great, great game to show at the Game Awards. And I think, like, that that enthusiast market and viewer would take to Metroid, uh, in a different way, and especially if it's very, like, look, if it's very visually captivating, like if it really looks like next gen Metroid, it's very impressive. That could set the industry on fire at the Game Awards.
1: That would get people talking. Yeah, like, look what the new Switch can do. Look at Metroid. Yeah. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think it might sell, like sell really good, like that.
0: It's just a shame. Like at the Game Awards, usually, not always, but usually, when these companies do this, you have like a spokesperson. And Doug Bowser just has never been that guy. Yeah, that's true. So, like, who's doing it?
1: <laughs> he's not living up to his name.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's not Reggie. And I don't think he's trying to be. Like, it's like his role's changed. Like, he's just no, not he's really not, doing it. Yeah, you know, like, we see him. He's out, and, you know, like, he takes a picture and does an interview and whatnot. He's just not, like, as much of the ambassador as, I you know, like, Bill Trennan almost is more of an ambassador than, than old Doug.
1: Alright, our next question from the Don Rob. He says, what's your game of the year at this point? BG3, Baldur's Gate 3, Tears of the Kingdom, or something else? I to this point,
0: it, it's still Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I rank my games as I go along, and Tears of the Kingdom is yet to be misplaced. Um, the bigger question is, would I reconsider, like, I don't know what to do with Cyberpunk. I've already oh, beaten Cyberpunk, okay. and it was in a different year. Um, I know how much I love the game, um, so I, if it was just the Cyberpunk patch, I probably wouldn't include it. But the Phantom Liberty is included, and I haven't played the Phantom Liberty yet. But let's say I play it, and I just love it. What does that do? What does that mean? Do I get to consider there it again? Can. Is it back?
1: I think you can consider it again. Yeah. Is it that
0: making a so. making a return? Is it is it getting a double dip? I don't know.
1: I would say so, yeah. So, if
0: Cyberpunk, uh, Mario Wonder, Call of Duty, Alan Wake, these are all games that I've still yet to play. Mirage. So, who knows how long Tears of the Kingdom stays there, but to this point, Tears of the Kingdom is still there.
1: I think I would have to agree. If, if, if the end of the year was today, Tears of the Kingdom would be my game of the year. But Spider Man is coming out, and Spider Man is like one of my favorite franchises. So, that's probably going to be up there. I'd be, gonna be that shocked may be to if Spider-Man wasn't Kingdom. your game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Baldur's Gate, I think I think once I get into that sometime next year and finish it, that'll probably be up there. Uh, Planet of Lana, already high on my list. Resident Evil 4. Number
0: two. Number three. You just read off multiple on my list. My list right now is Tears of the Kingdom, Planet of Lana, Resident Evil 4, Fire Emblem Gage, and the Crew Motorfest. Those are my five favorite games this year so far.
1: Okay. I got, I got but a I didn't
0: of play. About, I didn't play Starfield. I didn't play Mortal Kombat. I didn't play Diablo. Like there's so many great games I or you know big games this year that I didn't even play. You know, I'm not even that
1: interested. Yeah. Um. I didn't really play Street Fighter. What year turns out? I play Street Fighter. I like Street Fighter, but I wouldn't put it in my game of the year. Play Mortal Kombat. i have enjoyed Mortal Kombat so far, but I wouldn't put it in my game of the year either. It just it feels like more Mortal Kombat. Uh, the story's cool, everything's good, but this is just Mortal Kombat. Hmm. It's like they just improved on what they did with the other one, it's just enough. I'm like, okay, this is still good.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We will see how this all wraps up. Um, I don't even know what I'd yeah. even bet on. I don't know. I think if I like Phantom Liberty as much as I like Cyberpunk and Sing a Lot, I think it'll be on there for sure.
1: Yeah. All right. Our next question is from Tyler. He says Have you already done what you should what should be the next ninety nine game? Rebecca's answer WarioWare ninety nine. Hmm. Hmm. The next ninety nine game? I
0: don't, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I wanted Donkey Kong ninety
1: <sighs> nine. I was gonna say like Mario Kart ninety nine, but that's kinda F zero.
0: Yeah.
1: They're, they're too close. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. What can what work as a 99 game?
0: Hmm. I mean, WarioWare is a really good one. I've yes. um, already had Tetris, it's like the best one um
1: I agree. That's the one that makes the most sense.
0: I mean, I'm thinking Nintendo properties, but I'm wondering—is they're like? I think the question people are asking is: Are Nintendo properties right? So, like, I can't say like, yes, Sonic or uh, Bust a Move. Like, I think Bust a Move '99 would be awesome. <laughs> um, but like, I don't one. think I don't think anybody cares about. It. I was thinking like Galaga. Could you do like Space Invaders 99 or something like that? It'd be fun too, right?
1: I would play Galaga 99.
0: Yeah, like that'd be fun. I love Galaga. So yeah, I don't think anybody that listens to them. this show gives a crap about anything we just said. I think they Correct. just mean Nintendo games. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Excitebike.
1: Yeah, that's the one. I love Excitebike. That would be cool. I, don't, I can't think of it. I,
0: th- I think Donkey Kong's a better answer. I think Donkey Kong 99 would have been a lot of fun. I agree. Don't I don't ahead. know. I don't know about it. You know, I'm not super into like the NES games and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Hmm. What does the chat say? Nat Attack. Yeah. I can't see he keeps bringing this up. Nat Attack. I think is really funny. It's a good idea. Um, Dr. Mario.
1: Okay. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be a good. one. I mean, it's kind of redundant. Yeah. G-Man. Dig Dug 99. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, something like that would be fun.
1: That is cool. I like that, um,
0: that too. Nate says I'm waiting on the Zelda one. I would have thought that would have been what Rebecca would have gone with. Yeah, I I guess. I don't I don't know how much that like if you're all just like what are you all like solving a dungeon puzzle? Whoever does it the first like moves on. I don't know how that works in like a little micro game like that. Um but at at face value without seeing like what it could be, at face value if that's what it is, I'm not interested in that at all. Like I think Donkey Kong works because you could cut up like a piece of the level and it could all be like kind of procedural and everybody just does their little bit of the level and then gets knocked out. Like that makes sense. And then of course, Dr. Mario makes sense because it's just a ripoff. <laughs> that also That's makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think busted move makes a lot of sense and that would be the one that I want to go with um, because busted move bubble bobble for those who don't know Like it had competitive modes, like versus modes that played like that. You play two player and you would send the balls at each other and you would like lob, you know, stuff to the other screen. Like it kind of played like that back in the 90s. Um, So something like that would be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I dig it. All right. Our next question is from Justin. Mm -hmm. He says, favorite Koopalings.
0: Which one's your favorite?
1: All right, I'm I'm trying to think between um either Wendy or Cooper. That's the one who's having the hot girl summer. And, and, uh, <laughs> sure, <laughs> Cooper Jr. Morton Cooper Junior. Morton, the big one. Yeah. Yes.
0: My favorite's um Lemmy. The one's on the
1: ball. Lemmy.
0: He rolls around and stuff.
1: Let me see which one's Lemmy. I think it's Lemmy. See, I had to look up some of these names. Because I, if I remember correctly, yeah, let me just want to roll the ball. If I remember correctly, on the cartoon show, I think they changed the names.
0: I wouldn't so even know. Game, I never watched the cartoon show. Yeah.
1: The cartoon show, they changed the Cooper kids' name. So I don't remember which one is um which. They, they, I think they're pretty much the same. They look the same, but they changed their names. So I always hmm. confuse their cartoon show name for the video game name.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I think like Lemmy me cool. An interesting interesting little mini boss.
1: Yeah, he's fun. G-Man says, Iggy right, and Lemmy. Our next... Oh, yeah. Iggy's cool, too. I like Iggy, too. Our next question from Yarden. With all the rumors about the next Switch possibly releasing next year, but the New Direct also showing Switch releases still planned well into next year, most, most notably, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD in Summer 2024. Why does, this, why does all this confirm that Toad is low-key the best Nintendo character? <laughs> Rebecca! <laughs> Yarn, that's, that is great. That is amazing. Yeah. Toad's pretty great. Toad, Toad just is. Toad is He's just not this. my favorite. He's awesome.
0: I rock with Yosh, man. Any better than better than Yoshman Man. Yoshi's dope.
1: I feel like I feel like Mario 2 gave Toad a bad rap because he just kind of sucks at Mario 2. <laughs> like, like the princess can fly. Mario's yeah. kind of average. Luigi can jump high. What the fuck Toad's doing? Toad is hey, just what did like,
0: Toad do? Nothing. I like haven't played short, Mario yeah. 2 in a long time. I never picked Toad either.
1: Yeah. I no always one picked, picked Luigi Toad in that game. Luigi was great. I
0: would actually love for them to they make made, like another game in that style. They should. That would be a lot of, I would love like if if Mario Wonder had like a Mario 2 like level. That'd be freaking
1: awesome. <laughs> that would be. I like <laughs> Mario 2 a lot.
0: I mean I don't like it more than I'm not gonna be like go hipster on it. I'm not gonna be like it's secretly the best Mario. I'm not gonna do anything like that. Oh, absolutely. You know, not. like yeah, it's it's no it's no Mario Worlds, no Mario Three or anything like that. But I did like it. You know, I like Mario 2. I liked it's, it a lot. It's different. Like it's got its own it's unique for sure. Um, so for those there's a lot of people out there that want Mario One or to be different, you know, like Mario Two was different. I give it that.
1: Very different. Mm-hmm. And fun. Very fun. I like I like the characters you interacted with. It was just fun a fun Mario game, even though yeah. it wasn't really a Mario game. And I dug the ending. Cool video game ending for that time.
0: There you go. Irel says Toad is the fastest and the strongest.
1: Oh, he's faster
0: and he's. I better guess he
1: was fast
0: pulling up mushrooms.
1: Oh, he he pulled up stuff fast. That's useless. That's his. That's his <laughs> power. No <one's> <laughs> all, right, all right, you can pull up some. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Hmm. Nah. This is why I didn't play with Toe Like, ugh. Never mind. <laughs> I'll play with these other guys. who are cooler. You pulling up mushrooms and stuff quick ain't helping me that much. Luigi can jump high. He has like Jordan levels of leap.
0: Yeah, but uh but Princess could float.
1: Yeah, she can float. That was cool.
0: That's OP, man. It was, like game breaking. And
1: Mario was Mario. <laughs> She's and just like, F your breaking. platforms. <laughs> <laughs> I fly. I just <laughs> fly over, right across it. <laughs> Alright. Our next question. I don't know if I'm going to say this right. I'm quite sure I'm not. But let's try it. Jaru Nate?
0: I did that too. I've done that a bunch of times. Hyrule. Hyrule Nate.
1: Hyrule Nate. Oh, that's yeah, a really good name. I like yeah. that name. What genre would you like to see from Nintendo that they haven't done in a while? Like a beat 'em up survival horror, battle royale, something silly, unique, or sim. Can be an existing or new IP? The answer is Eternal Darkness, by the way. That's what I want. I've been asking that for that for years. Give me Eternal Darkness. Give me a remake. Give me a sequel. Give me something. But give me Eternal Darkness.
0: I mean, I'd be down for it. I don't know how interested Nintendo is making games like that anymore.
1: Not at all. (laughs) They have no interest in it whatsoever.
0: Um... Mike Minotti brought up years ago of doing, like, a Mario beat-em-up with the Mario crew, and they just, like, streets rage and beat the shit out of people, and I've, I've kind That's of wanted that game ever since. That game sounds amazing. <laughs> um, like could you imagine? I have also I also think that works really, really well with, like, uh, Little Mac. Do you imagine, like, a super punch-out, yes. but it's, like, but streets of rage? That would be cool. You know, it's like, that'd be really awesome. Be a nice way of spinning uh, a franchise out of that, out of that series. Um, I don't want Nintendo to do battle royale. Nah, maybe That's Splatoon. Not. I think that would work. I'd be down for Splatoon battle royale.
1: Okay. Splatoon 99.
0: Splatoon 99 makes sense.
1: Yeah. Super Mario Brawl, just a side scroller Mario Brawl game that you can kind of just pick characters from the Mario universe to fight with like Mario. What games. if that was
0: a mode in like Smash Bros.?
1: That would be cool too. Yeah, I dig that.
0: It was like a single player Smash Brothers mode, but it's just Streets of Rage? Yeah. You use the same characters, it's 2D, it's side scrolling, it's all the same thing.
1: <laughs> this is what if they do it like double dragon? I don't know if you remember the original Double Dragon. Why, When you play the beginning of the game, like, I, I can't remember the girlfriend's name. She gets punched in the stomach and the, and the bad guys carry her away. So that you pick two characters and depending on who you pick, they punch them in the stomach and carry them away. You have to go fight and save them. Like, yeah. you pick Peach and Toad, Mario gets punched in the stomach and they carry them away via Double Dragon style. You have to go through this world and just kind of, like, fight your way to Koopa, I guess it would be.
0: Maybe better than what they did with Emissary. Um, cool so it me. works. I don't I'm I'm really having a hard time thinking of something else. I'm sure, I could. <laughs> they make so many like there's so many games, the games that are coming to mind are like games that I just want them to remake. Or like just make new versions of. Punch out and Star Fox, Rhythm Heaven. Like just yeah. make games. Like I don't know about like a something they haven't done before. I mean, they kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. they have got rhythm games and puzzle games and platformers. They've got shooter. They've got spooky game, you know, like they, they kind of cover their bases. They've got sports games. I wish they had better sports games, but they do have sports games.
1: I just wanted to break some of the stuff they had back then. I loved like star Fox and total darkness. and Everything else that they have. Yeah. Do you have
0: a lot of properties? So you love Star Fox. I don't love Star Fox. I like Star Fox, I but I'm—I wouldn't. It's not one of my favorite, favorite franchises. So, as somebody that loves Star Fox, are are you wanting them? To, what do you want? What do you want to have happen? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you. It sounds like you'd just be down for anything, anything Star Fox. But do you have like anything, a
1: wish, Star Fox? A modern remake of the first one would be cool. Didn't they already? They've already done that. They did in 3 ds No, but like one. Yeah, but one for like um, switch like a modern version of that, and maybe like that would lead to sequels of the franchise, act like um, <laughs> like like the so other ones like the Star Fox didn't exist, just like reboot the whole thing.
0: I don't think Nintendo thinks they can sell an on-rail shooter for sixty or seventy dollars. So I don't necessarily like the idea of like, do the first one or Star Fox 64. You know, like I don't, I don't think they think that I think that's like the same reason we don't have wave race. You know, like I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily think it's almost like that should be like a part of like a bigger package or something.
1: I feel like you could do like a Star Fox collection. Maybe
0: that would be cool. Yeah. I think you could do that
1: and then see, and see how much people are invested in it. And if people buy it a lot, hey, we're making a Star Fox remake or a Star Fox sequel or something like that. A modern version of the Star Fox game.
0: Yeah, okay. I
1: think that could work.
0: Because, you know, they tried on Wii U. They tried with Zero. With Platinum. They did. It was a they good did. try.
1: But I, I think that people just wasn't investing in the Wii U like they should have been. And I think that—I mean, just, no. I, well,
0: I was, and it just wasn't very good. <laughs> Star Fox well, Zero wasn't it's, very it's, good.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I love their little mini game, the little side game that they had. That was fun for a weekend. That was really good. Guard. Star Fox Guard.
1: It was yeah, I was gonna say that. Star Fox Guard Guard.
0: Yeah, that was pretty that good. Was definitely a thing. Yeah, I feel like Star Fox needs to do something new. I don't know what that means, but it needs to be something new. Um and it can have like on Rails levels or segments or something, but like I don't think I don't think Star Fox like, the Star Fox from 1994 works in 2024.
1: You know who I think would be good at making the Star Fox game? I know you played this game, so you probably relate to this. Remember the game Chorus that came out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they would be good making it at making their own version of a Star Fox game. That would be a cool Star Fox game.
0: Well, that's just like the um, the Ubisoft game. What was that game called?
1: Starfield. Was it Starfield? No. Starfield. <laughs> it's Star something. Star Starlink! Nope. It's Star, no, Starlink's the, the <laughs> Ubisoft game.
0: Uh Starlink. You got it.
1: Oh right, Starlink, okay.
0: Yeah, Starfield. Uh no. Starlink was like I think Starlink was like the right path. Starlink should have just been a Star Fox game. Yes, it should have. If they did the I whole thing as a Star Fox game, I think it becomes more popular. And like, if it were I me, like
1: that as a Star Fox game,
0: something like that would make more sense to me than trying to do the same old Star Fox.
1: Yeah. Cause they were like, Hey, this is not a Star Fox game, but we're going to give you Star Fox. Like, Oh, I guess I'm playing it as Star Fox. Then screw all these other characters. I don't care about this guy.
0: <laughs> I also all. think you could do like, um, if you just thought smaller, like maybe they could make like a, just a dog fighting sim, like a multiplayer, like a free to play and just put it like a Nintendo switch online and like you I and 10 people two. just get in ships and you just go shoot each other you know go pick a character work and two. you know something like that i think i think yeah but i think something like that either they do i mean part of me wants to go like off the walls like like metroidvania or platformer or something and get Star Fox like out of the ship or something like that which they've tried right? They they've done it before and can keep one on and it failed but i think yeah. something like that to get the characters more invested with people or you go the opposite way and you make it more of a shooter and it becomes a shooter, a shooter based game. But I would, I would get it off rails and do something different.
1: Which could work. It doesn't have to be on rails. to be Star Fox. it have to be a good.
0: Yeah. But like every works. time they've not had on rails, Star Fox, it's not worked. So it's funny. You're like, like it doesn't we, have we to have be on rails to make it work. But it's like they've tried that and it's failed <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> like every time they try yeah, that, we, it doesn't we work. We have
1: the technology. We have the technology to make it better. Just make it. Yeah, that's Star it. That's all. It's you like
0: have- they they can do it. It's like they just never really go hard enough.
1: Yeah.
0: I the, I, I like the um. You remember like the in the anime trailers that the Star Fox got. Was all yes, kind of like like Gundam and stuff like that. I would love a game in that style, a very like you know hard scribbly anime style. But Star Fox, I I thought that I would. Too. That's a neat ad- adaptation.
1: I would love that too. Or I would love the game with just the, the Star Fox puppets they had back in the day.
0: Oh wow! God, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> Don't make a puppet <laughs> game, Nintendo. <laughs> No.
1: Give me the Star Fox puppets. <laughs> <laughs> what about like a um old...
0: What about a Star Fox like bullet hell game? Ooh. What if it put That's you in a cool. ship and they just made it like super damn hard? Even if even, even hang even if they didn't make it like super hard. Think about like all right, all right, my my, my brain's going here. It's me a minute, but it's starting to turn on. What about Rezogun but Star Fox?
1: Ooh. That could be
0: cool. So I'm trying to think. Like I'm trying to think outside of like what we know of Star Fox. And the thing that just hit me was like we have tons of like arcade games that feature a little ship. You could do a whole game like that. Um, we had that. Was that that um that game that I was was it that finger game? You remember that game? I don't think you know. No, what I'm, talking I'm trying
1: between talk about finger finger. Hang game, on, finger
0: game. Yeah, it's got a um, Nolan North name does like voices and stuff. I bought it last year. It was, this is freedom finger or something like that it was stupid. The hell is that? Yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. it's called freedom finger and you are, um, you should get it. Delvin. You should definitely just add it to your list. It's funny. As I didn't
1: look this up. It's dumb.
0: Um, yeah. So it's this game and, uh, you fly around a little spaceship and it's got all this wacky stuff. And, uh, it's kind of, you know, like an old school, like combat game. And you oh. can do something like that, but, not you know, but Star Fox, but like it's different and it does its own thing. And um yeah. So I'm thinking like that. Go like Arcadey with it. Do like an old school shooter, like a like a ship shooter arcade game, but Star Fox. Resogun, something like now. this. Uh I Can't See says Geometry Wars. Now I'm thinking like uh vampire survivors. Do vampire survivors but in space, but Star Fox. And just have waves and waves, yeah. and waves and waves and waves bearing down and you're flying around and getting upgrades Anything. and chasing high scores and stuff like that. That's easy. Do something Anything. like that. Just
1: bring Star Fox back. Like, he's a cool character. I would love to see Star Fox back in people's lexicon. Yeah. I love Star Fox. Fox McCloud's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next question from Rick more rumors swirling about the Switch 2. Do you guys think the next console will be graphically and spec-wise in sync with the PS5 and the Xbox Series? Hang on,
0: you're going to have to reread this because I'm, I'm reading the chat and Yarden goes, okay, Freedom Finger looks kind of awesome. I talked about Freedom does, Finger like, like two $3. years ago. <laughs> this is the first y'all heard about it? <laughs> yes, get Freedom
1: Finger. On- it's fun as hell. It's kind of like... It's $3 on Steam.
0: It's like something like out of like uh like a like a Beavis and Butthead universe. Which <laughs> is kind of wild. And uh, it's got it Nolan North and he does like voiceover and you're giving people the finger, like literally, and yeah, like it's <laughs> it's good. It's very fun I don't fun. remember this. It's very funny. It'd be great for your Steam Deck uh, or your Switch. But yeah, it's a great portable game if you're into that. Yeah, and and that's where I was going. With like the Resogun, the Galaxy Wars, Vampire Survivors with Freedom Finger. You take those sorts of games, which we've been making for 50 years, just make one with Star Fox. It'd be cheap. You could probably sell it for, you know, you could probably put it up on the eShop for $20, 30 You could probably sell it a box copy for 40 bucks, And um, that'd be a way of getting the game back out there without committing to like a full-blown Star Fox thing. And I think like a 2D arcade game would give you know you see all this all this love for 99s and these these uh nso releases and stuff like that i think uh, something like that for starfox could could do wonders
1: yeah and then people might buy a lot of it then they're like hey maybe we should do something more with Star Fox, and that would always be great
0: yeah yeah, for yeah. i like that idea actually now i'm not patting myself on the back but having got there eventually i'm like no nah, this is good though that is actually is a really good, good idea. Really cool. Nintendo do that. I honestly I yeah. really love the idea of Rezogun. Do Rezogun but Star Fox. That sounds great. Um it really it does. does. That sounds really good. That's yeah. really
1: good. And you can have like co-op in it. So that Yeah. Good.
0: Yeah. And you could have like, you could have a little story, you could do cutscenes in between levels, but then you just do the levels and you make it a little harder to do. I mean that's that works. It really works.
1: I dig it. That's a great mm-hmm. idea, actually.
0: We did it. We solved Star Fox. Make it happen.
1: Make it happen. All right. Rick says, more rumors swirl around the Switch 2. Do you guys think the next console will be graphically and specs-wise in sync with the PS5 and Xbox Series X? No. Or will third-party developers scale? <laughs> yeah, I knew that was the answer. <laughs> third-party developers need to scale down and compromise. Yes. Yes, they will. Yep. No, you're not going to get a, a, a switch PS five. I mean, Absolutely
0: look how not. look how giant the PS five is. And then think about the switch. Yes. No, it's not going to do that. Can the powers of AI and upscaling and whatnot get the switch to look like it might look kind of like it. I think so. Um, it's good enough. yeah. Good. Yeah. If you try hard enough, I think we can get there. Um, I'm, it's going to be more like the series S I think. Um, but I think there's got, there's two things here. They're still in different architectures and that'll be like, I think that'll be the problem. Right. Because the switch is arm based, you know, it's got mobile chip, mobile CPU and all that. And then the consoles are X 86 X 64 whatever. Right. So the games for switch will still have to be ported. You know, like they'll still have to do work. Now, what's important for the switch is that they're optimized, right? They're actually going to sit down and optimize settings and everything to make the switch as good as it can be. It's important that the switch sell well so that developers know that, you know, the customers will be there to sell to you. Um, that's, That's not happening for the Series S. I don't think that's generally happening for Xbox. I think a lot of third-party developers like get their game working and optimize for PlayStation four. And then they just do whatever they can to get it up and running as fast as possible on Xbox. I don't think there's a lot of developers that are sitting there and really making it work for series S as best as they can. I think they're just trying to get it working on series S. They're like, Hey, it works. You know, I think, I think they could get a lot more out of the series S, but I don't think there's a lot of people optimizing for series S because there's not a lot of money there. You know, if you're not a game pass game that like you're not going to make you know most third-party developers aren't making a lot of their money there that's different for the switch that's the thing that sets the switch apart is i think an ea if they want to put a madden on switch will optimize for the switch to try and make it as best they can because the switch sells like people still sell game people buy games on switch they still spend 60 70 on games so there's a market there
1: and they buy multiple copies of it
0: yep Yep, yep, yep. So that, I think that's got that's 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 what it has going for it. The reason I bring all this tech jargon up is that just don't expect every single game to just be showing up on Switch all the time. Um I do think though I think we're going to see a lot of third parties show up on Switch early. Um especially with ports. I'm thinking with Switch 2 yeah. we're going to see start seeing games show up that haven't been there for the couple years. Right, I'm not gonna be surprised but- we see Final Fantasy, or Madden, or Call of Duty, or Elden Ring, or any of these like kind of highlight games. Um, I think we'll start seeing those things make their way to Switch if possible. Um, but as as the years go on, I mean, I think that'll dwindle to just the companies that can afford to port to Switch. Um, yeah. which is what we kind of have now. That's kind of what we have got now is. Uh, I am hoping that the power level is enough that it doesn't take as much cost to port over. That's the hope is that the power doesn't mean you have to do as much, uh, optimizing because these port studios that have been making money off of the switch, you know, they got to go and they're going to cut assets out of the game, cut textures out of the game, cut things down in half, you know, really compress the game. Like I'm hoping that it just doesn't take that much effort, um, that it's closer. It's closer. It's in the ballpark. Um. Yeah. And I think it will be. At least Odd for feelings. at least for three or four years it will be. Yeah. I still think the majority of their bread and butter is gonna come from the indie space and mobile ports.
1: Yeah. All right. Our final question from Josh. He says, with the switch definitely being near its life cycle, it just has to, be, right? What are the odds we might still get a Wind Waker Twilight Princess remasters on the console?
0: I don't know. Again, I don't know at this point. This this has gone so many different directions. I don't know. I think the odds are slim.
1: What about if they're like, "Hey, here's a Twilight Princess remaster for Switch 2." Yeah, no. I, I think that. that I think
0: that's. Mo- I think <laughs> that at this happen. point, at this point, more that makes like- m- that makes more sense for for Switch too. But like, it's tough. The
1: question is, will it play for regular Switch?
0: I don't think they. are They just released Tears of the Kingdom. They said there's no DLC coming. I don't think they have any more Zelda content for the Switch this year. So, you move to next year and they have a new system. When they launch the new system, I think a big part of their Zelda talk will be about Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. So when the new system comes, I think we're going to hear about upgrades, how great the Zelda games we have run now. We're going to hear about, you know, how Tears of the Kingdom plays better and how Breath of the Wild plays better. So I don't think they're going to drop ports on top of that because they don't need to. So if I had to guess... I would think my educated guess would tell me that you don't see a Twilight Princess or Wind Waker game, a port of either one of those games, and I don't think they're going to do a double pack um, until year two of the Switch two, to so twenty
1: twenty five. Okay, I can see that. I was going to say maybe like if it comes, yeah, it depends. Like it depends on when it comes out. That's the whole thing. If it comes out spring of this or next year, early next year. I can see them announcing something, maybe close to fall. I'm like, oh, this, is coming, this is coming out spring 2025.
0: Yeah, I was holding out hope that if the new system was further out, that they would slot in the Zelda remakes like in the spring or the summer to like just have extra titles. Because by all accounts, these ports are yeah. done. They've been done. So I've been thinking that they would fill that gap in, but we're getting at this point, we're getting so close to the new system and so close to, I think they're going to look, I think they're going to use the new system as an opportunity to resell Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know how that will work. We don't know how, right? We don't know if they're going to upgrade for free. If they're going to have DX versions of the game, we don't know what they're going to do, but I think they will talk about the Zelda when this new system comes and it will do something better that they'll try and, get people buying those games again so i don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to have new zelda games release you know like i, I agree yeah so like a, that's why i'm thinking that they just kind of kick this can down the road which they do all the time nintendo is definitely that company that like it's so wild these companies work so hard to release a game as soon as possible and nintendo just sit has games sitting there for years like, they just like ah, we will release it when we want uh, Jeff has been saying there's a Fire Emblem game they've been sitting on like all year. And I've heard that from more than just Jeff. That's in multiple places that they just have a Fire Emblem game. They're just holding on to the problem. I'm mean, at this point. Maybe it'll launch with a new system, but apparently there's just a Fire Emblem game done. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like, yeah, I don't think. We're going to get a new system that plays Breath of the Wild better, Tears of the Kingdom better, and Twilight Princess and Winward. That's too much. It's too much Zelda. I think they're going to spread that out. That's ultimately where I'm coming from. Um, and maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's like a January direct where they announce one or two to drop in the spring. Sure. I mean, it's the end of the life cycle. I could see them doing it, but I, I think there's some more meat on the bone with Tears of the Kingdom, especially with the new system. And I think they, they're going to want to focus on that. I think could be wrong that
1: makes sense Uh,
0: that's where i would imagine is that they when when this new system comes they're going to talk about the new game i think it's a Mario game maybe it's metroid whatever and i think i think they're going to focus i think a big focus is going to be look how much better tears of the kingdom is don't you want to replay and rebuy tears of the kingdom if you haven't bought tears of kingdom yet don't you want to buy it now i think that's going to be a big part of it yeah it's too big a game. Like it, they worked on it for way too long. It's too big a game for us. Like never hear about it again. Like, I don't think tears of kingdom is over. That's why like the DLC thing threw me for a loop. Like, and I'm, I'm kind of not buying it. <laughs> like I, I kind of think something will happen. It's too big a game for it to have come out. It did. It's three or four weeks. And then we never hear about it again. I don't, I'm not believing that they're going to do something.
1: All right. Is there anything else we got to say about this? I think we might be done.
0: That's it. Good show. Fun show. Good show.
1: Yeah, I agree. Kiss closes out, Donnie.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, Rebecca will be back. Um, maybe not next week, um, um, but in a couple of weeks she'll rejoin us. Um, but she could She's make still sure today. She's still coming. She's on the way, guys. Don't keep watching. Don't don't quit She's us. On the way. <laughs> <laughs> um but Dalvin and i will be here we'll be here and we'll be back next week um, as we close up episode 296. we're getting close to big 300 episode which i'm trying to have um some friends come join us um to have a nice little uh, special episode 300's big uh, i'm not gonna go like yes. crazy and do like you know new theme songs or anything to celebrate um but 300 it does feel like uh, that's a lot can't believe we've done 300 yeah. in Tinder shacks
1: 300 episodes is impressive
0: and it really, the episode list is, I always say this, but we did Nintendo Shack before we started, like, its own feed and started doing, like, its own episodes. So the number is probably more like 350, 360 or something like that. Um, yeah, but still. PSPG just
1: for, thread.
0: Yeah, but for just PS, for Nintendo Shack, its own thread, 300 episodes. Can't believe we've been doing this for God, so many years. <sighs> A lot's changed from the from the beginning to the end. Yes. Um, so. But, uh, yeah, a couple weeks, a couple weeks away. Stay tuned for that. Um, but until then, keep playing F-099. You uh, you folks out there enjoying it. Hopefully it doesn't cause um, mute city burning <laughs> <on> your OLEDs <laughs> and all that, jazz. And uh, I'm stoked for Mario Wonder, which is uh, right there near the 300 episode. So can't wait. Awesome. Yeah, good times. All right. That'll do it for us this week, Kooplings. We will catch you whenever you're ready. All right. This is Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening, and I forgot the line already. What?